0: This is Scotty, 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. It is National Letter of Intent signing day. Man, this used to be such a big deal in February. Yeah. Now it's uh, not quite. You throw in December, you throw in the uh, transfer portal, and it kind of takes away from what used to be a huge day uh, in college football. But uh, team's still reloading. You'll hear from Kalani Sitake coming up here in about 35 minutes from right now. But joining us now, he is the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. Coach, long time no talk to you. How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Can't complain. All right. So it just doesn't feel like it has the same kind of uh, same kind of excitement as it did. Does it feel that way in the offices, or is it still a crazy day up there?
1: It's not quite as chaotic as it used to be. There's no doubt. I mean, we only signed three guys today, so most of the work has been going on, you know, much earlier in the process. Chaotic, crazy break during the holidays, and and the first signing class was was pure craziness, but this is this has been pretty quiet. I think it's it's for the most part that way uh, around the country with the exception of some of the programs that changed head coaches and are, and are building staff, so I'm sure they were still battling and, and banging away at it pretty good today.
2: With the transfer portal and kids jumping into those portals, is it a different style of recruiting nowadays, Coach? Is it you have to work harder with those relationships and try to focus on commitments more and – like, well, what do you do to try to ensure that these guys are going to stay in your program, develop, and actually play for you in two or three years?
1: Well, recruiting never stops, that's for sure. I mean, it started for us before the season was over with just recruiting our roster to stay put. And, and yeah, you've got to have great relationships with those guys, and they got to want to be there with you. Uh, it's, there's so many different people pulling at them to get them to leave, and there's agents involved in the process and people promising them, money to leave and some of it's real some of it's not but it's all it's all a distraction and, and it's all enticing so it, it started for us just keeping this roster together and I'm you know thankful we can say that that we only lost one player out of the two deep you know this time last year we lost 10 starters and and, and most of which on defense and, and and that was you know that was just you're in pure panic mode at that point I mean how do we rebuild that much experience Uh, So it starts on your roster, and then, yeah, in the process of recruiting high school and junior college players, that process can take almost a year. I mean, we're starting right now on next year's high school class, predominantly quarterbacks, but we'll trickle through this entire spring, recruiting every position and building an offer list, and uh, we'll make a ton of offers here in the state of Utah, and hopefully, you know, a handful of those guys will choose us between now and this time next year, and and then you throw the portal in there, it, it happens so fast that you have to do so much work in such a short period of time. Guys go in the portal in December and they're on your campus almost a month later. Uh, some guys get in the portal in January and they're on your campus a week or two later. Days in some cases. It's It has changed and it is crazy Uh, And and so it makes today such a quiet experience compared to what we've been dealing with for the last few months.
0: So, again, it's hard to talk about individual players because, you know, a lot of these guys you just don't know. We haven't seen film. We don't know what they bring to the table, but I always look at trends and look at efforts on, you know, in certain positions or sides of the ball. You add up your J.C. transfers and your four-year transfers, there's 24 of those guys. 17 are on the defensive side of the ball and a whole bunch on the D line as well. It's pretty easy to say that was a big point of emphasis for you guys.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, just – Look at what we did defensively this year, and it's it's easy to see we had to make a ton of we had to make a ton of improvements physically. Uh, you know, I, I you know we we made changes off the field. We brought in staff, but but it, without putting the pieces on the field, it, it's just not going to work. And we had to be uh, aggressive at the defensive line position, both inside and on the edges. We need to create some size, some power, some competition some depth and and i feel like we attacked all those areas as best we could and that is a really really competitive place to recruit because everybody knows how important the defensive front is and we weren't good enough a year ago we just weren't uh we weren't good enough the year before and it had to change And the best place to start is in recruiting so we attacked it as best we could i'm hoping it's going to pay huge dividends for us in the fall
2: You've done a lot of work in the portal for the quarterback position as this class is now coming to a close. How confident do you feel with what you've put together in that QB room, Coach?
1: Yeah, I love the room. I love the fact that we're going to have a huge competition this spring and, and you know, guys are going to be made better. I don't, I don't know who's going to win the job. Uh, you know, Coop chose to come back knowing full well that we were going to bring in guys to compete with him. That's a position – that we didn't play well enough at last year, we need to get better. And, and Coop, you know, is going to only be better by being tested by by two guys that have tons of experience. And, and Spencer and in Bryson, um, they've immediately brought in this maturity and, and and work ethic, both on and off the field. They're in the building every day, watching tape, learning the offense. They work hard on the field. They both got big time snaps under their belt. I mean, Coop's going into his you know his fifth or sixth year and so he's got experience i would say we're going to have a heavyweight battle at that position this spring and whoever rises to the top is going to be made better because of it i mean competition makes everybody better and 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 it's it's one thing to practice it's a different thing to play but to create as much competition and as live of environments as we can is only going to make that position room better and Anxious and excited to see how it's going to turn out.
0: So down here in Salt Lake, obviously everybody took quick notice when you do sign Bryson Barnes out of the portal. What was it about him that you saw that you liked, and what do you feel like he brings to that room in terms of experience and and his ability to uh, push for that starting job?
1: He's just a competitor, and you watch him play, and I, you know I know that 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 um, he's tough, tough-minded guy, physical. He can make the big arm throws. Uh, clearly he's got a great head on his shoulders to be put in the big games and play in the big games that he did and perform the way that he did. I mean, it just tells you everything you need to know about him. He's uh he's a guy that's, that's got a lot of experience under his belt and there's nothing like live game experiences in big situations. So I think he comes in with a tremendous amount of confidence and I know he wanted, he, he was, he was recruited to go a lot of places and, Ultimately, didn't want to get too far away from home. I mean, he's married and got a lot of family in the area and the opportunity to compete for the job here. He wasn't afraid of competition with both Coop and Spence. He was the last guy of the three to commit to being here. Both Cooper and Spencer had both decided to be here or stay, and I think he made a decision to come eyes wide open. Coach, just give me an opportunity to compete, and that's what we told him. It's been a great addition. There's so much maturity in that room between those three guys and big game experience from all three. There's very few people that have a room that is has got that many snaps under their belt, three veteran guys in the room, and even even McKay, when you consider how many games he played in this year as a true freshman, um, yeah, I don't know the data and the stats, but, but I think there's very few quarterback rooms in Division One football that have that many starts and that many – you know, competitive snaps under their belt, as, as we do.
0: I know McKay got banged up a lot during the course of the season. Uh, how's his health, and do you anticipate he'll be in the mix trying to compete for that starting job?
1: Well, I absolutely do think he'll be in the mix. He's healthy. Uh, he got beat up. He got hit hard, and and several times it was tough for him to get through. and I, I think he was shaken up pretty badly. He's He's been completely different. Coming back, he wants to compete for the job he knows that uh, he's got a red shirt ear to use if he needs to and if we u- need to utilize that we will uh but but he also he wants to be in the conversation and he's got all the skills to do so. We saw when he played uh, against Air Force when he played against James Madison before he got dinged up you, you can see what he's capable of uh so i I absolutely expect him to to fight like crazy to try to win the job and luckily you know there's enough guys in that room that that on any given day man anybody could have a great day
2: coach I'm admittedly biased but I think that you got a lot better in your offensive line room it looked like your portal was real successful in your offensive line room and excited about Miley, excited about the other Anderson boy coming from Pitt you feeling better about that offensive front that'll protect those quarterbacks that we were just talking about
1: well I do those are two huge you know additions for us to get yeah you don't you don't always just assume that that family's going to come home but in in those two cases Trey brings length on the edge it's something we really needed and he'll be able to factor in and compete at the tackle position day one and and George brings one I don't know one of the best athletes in the room uh coming back from Baylor we we wanted so much to recruit him out of high school and just couldn't get in his top five he was way too heavily recruited to get in that mix and we kept relationships with him. DJ Tialavea does a phenomenal job in Salt Lake, and and having his brother here was, it, I think it, it made the transition to us pretty easy for for him and the family. He brings a ton of potential to the table because he's so versatile. He can play inside or on the edge, both of which should factor in day one uh, of spring competing for starting jobs. At worst, they're in the position to be a. Heavy significant role player that makes us better. The other thing is, almost everybody that played significant snaps are back. I mean, everybody's going to be a year better. That room is only going to improve. We've got a Jared Pele sign with us as well, he'll be with us in the summer. We think he's a super athletic guy. So, I, and then we got two young, long, rangy six-six, three hundred and thirty-plus 330 plus pound. You know, projects that that'll we'll look up down the road, and and I think we'll be really happy that we brought, brought both of them in here as well.
0: Blake Anderson, head coach of Utah State, joining us right here on ninety-seven-five the KSL Sports Zone. I go back a couple of years ago. Man, this I'm getting old. I guess I'm spacing his name. The uh, kid that you had at <laughs> the linebacker you had at Arkansas State that was at Fresno that came with you to Utah State um yeah justin rice yeah justin rice yeah that's right i can't believe i spaced that name but he uh he was a late signee right before fall do you leave a couple spots open just in case there's some guys after spring ball and summer that you can still bring in and add to this roster
1: well you know as of right now we are we are full uh we we attacked every position that we could uh between you know portal and jc and high school guys and We've got 21 that are here now. We've got nine that will come to us in the summer. But as, I think, as we all know, uh, between injury, uh, a, a player or two that will end up retiring, we'll have some more attrition coming out of the spring. There's going to be some guys that, that just aren't playing as much as they like that will move on. And, and and we were able to find almost everybody a place to land that left us. the you know, The only guy that transferred – inside the two deep that's that's at the power five level was dev and die all the other guys that left and there was a there were a handful of guys that did transfer down to one double a division two places to to find more opportunities to play and i would tell you we'll have a few of those coming out of spring there's another portal window in april at the end of spring ball and there'll be a few guys that just see that the writing on the wall i'm not going to play a lot or i'm not going to play at all i need to move down to a lower level to get on the field and when that happens, it will free up some some spots for potential other needs. And between injury and attrition, there'll be another wave. And, and so I can see us adding another few guys over the course of the summer. But I do think this is you know ninety five to ninety eight percent of the football team that that our fan base is going to see play next fall. And, and we get twenty one of them here now to go through spring and summer, which is huge.
2: Coach, would you say it's significantly more difficult for a high school recruit to find a Division One scholarship nowadays?
1: I think it has made it very difficult. It really has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think we benefited from it with a couple of these guys that we signed today. I think both Kimo uh, at the offensive tackle spot and Herschel Turner at the running back spot. In, in previous years, I, I don't think either one of those guys is available to us this late in the process. I think both of them have tremendous upside, but there is just so much else going on. And when you lose a guy in the portal that's playing snaps for you, or is a role player to go take a high school guy that's going to take several years before you have the ability to put him on the field. I mean, that's a really dangerous proposition. And so when you're losing guys from your TD deep or guys that you would expect to be on the field for you, it, you have to really think long and hard about whether to take a high school kid or, or maybe a Portal or J.C. kid. You know, we, we thought we needed to add as many bodies as possible that can impact our team this fall and give us the opportunity to elevate our roster and be more competitive next fall with an even tougher schedule coming up in front of us. So um, that's why we only took six high school kids. I hope that number's double that next year. but But each year is going to be different. And you're going to have to balance it, and it's clearly making it difficult on high school kids to find homes when people that have huge collectives and NIL money to spend can go out and, and basically compete financially for an all-conference player or an all-American type player or an every down, you know, free agent guy. And, and so it, is, it has made it really difficult.
0: You already had USC on the schedule. Thanks to the Pac-12 imploding, you add Washington State to the schedule. And then uh, it comes out that you get University of Utah as well on your schedule. So you got essentially three Pac-12 teams that you'll be playing next season. Utah coming to Logan, which is going to be awesome for, you know, fans. You know, Utah fans can drive up and see the game. Obviously, Cache Valley is going to be rocking. But you're going to be on that sideline going, oh, boy, we got Utah here. Uh, what, what, uh, what do you expect out of that game? And what were your thoughts when, uh, uh, when, when you found out that thing was going to be on the books?
1: Well, I, I've been beat up for this comment, but it's great for the fan base. It's a, it's a brutal game for us. We know how good that program is. And, and, you know, we're going to prepare to win that week and, and, and we're going to need to play our very best to do it. I love that they're coming to us, but man, that's said, when you talk about a tough schedule, uh, and then you look at our conference, and who we have to play in the league, you know, we talked all year about how tough this schedule was. Well, we just ratcheted it up another notch. And, and so we, we're going to have to play our very best. Um, you know, we don't ever take on an opponent that we don't, we don't have a plan to win, and we absolutely will. So if anybody's listening, understand this. We will prepare to win every week. But we're also understand just what that challenge is. When you've got a USC, uh, a Utah who's – you know, won that league, you know, multiple times and top 25 team. And then Washington State had a great year, and I know they're not going to be in the Pac-12 next year, but their roster has been, you know, been a Pac-12 roster for quite a while. I mean, we were fortunate to beat them a couple years ago, but they've improved in, in every area as well. So uh, it, it is going to be a huge challenge, and, and we're gonna we're gonna attack it in the best way we could and the the best way to be competitive. Was by recruiting our tails off, and now we got to go develop the roster that we built.
2: You know, I do love, Coach, the fact that you were talking about some of the experiences and the big games that the quarterbacks you got in the room, and we were talking about bringing offensive linemen from Pitt and from Baylor. You've got transfers that don't look at this schedule and they're like, oh, we got to go to USC. Oh, we got Utah coming in. These kids are familiar with these big games. These big teams, they know what it's all about. They're not scared of that. That's actually got to be a bit of a bonus with bringing in some of these transfer kids that have been around these programs. No, no doubt. There's nobody in the building that's afraid of those games.
1: Man, we just understand. We, gotta, we, we understand what it takes to win in them. And, and, I mean, everybody looks forward. Those guys know exactly who's on the schedule. They, they get excited about being able to play in those environments. and mm-hmm. I mean, there's our our locker room is ecstatic about Utah coming here. We just want to be realistic about what it's going to take to win in that environment. And, and we're going to go after it, put a plan together, and hopefully go out and play our best ball when it matters most and, and, and have a huge win. Um, but at the same time, when you look at that and then you add to it just how difficult our conference schedule is, mm-hmm. and then you take Nevada off the schedule and add Washington State – I mean, it all adds up. It's a, it's a brutal gauntlet of a schedule that we're going to have to play our best all year. We're going to have to be healthy. We're going to have to get in better at a bunch of different positions. We're going to have to raise the bar defensively and, and put ourselves in a position to, to, to improve dramatically there offensively. We've got to take the next step and build on what we did this year. I mean, it's, it's a collective effort, but nobody in this locker room coaches all the way down. I mean nobody's scared of the of the challenge. We're excited about the challenge. We just know how difficult it's gonna be and what it's gonna to take to get it done.
0: So uh I I I'm putting you on the spot here and if you if you're <laughs> okay. not you I'm never saying-
1: do that by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> First time in the history. You, you miss a hey, look, I miss these conversations. Uh all right, so again, you can comment on what you can. I, I don't know if there's things at play here, but uh, you do. You did revamp the coaching staff on that side of the ball. Can you go into details as to who's there and, and what that looks like now?
1: Yeah, yeah. We've got everybody intact, uh, with the exception of maybe a couple of young guys. You know, we we were always if you got good GAs and analysts. You're always going to get poached here or there. But uh, for the most part, we're, we're basically done there. Uh, we'll announce tonight. We've got an event tonight. I think most of the fan base... Uh, already has a good idea uh Nate Dreiling uh is our defensive coordinator he comes to us from New Mexico State and anybody that's paid attention to college football over the last couple years has seen what he is capable of as a defensive coordinator I mean he took over there two years ago and when when he took over as the DC and um and Jerry Kills took over as the head coach statistically speaking I think they were dead last in the country in in defense. And and if they weren't dead last, they were pretty close. And over the course of a year and a half, he was able to take that defense and they were able to take that program to a 10 win team, play for a title and ranked in the top 50 and top 30 and top 25 in in all the categories that matter. I think they led that league in defensive scoring. And and it's just obviously I felt like that he brings a ton of things to the table. If you can do that at a place like New Mexico State, then think about what you can do with just even better resources and, and better bodies. And and so to me, watching somebody do more with less, just he had less resources, less opportunity there, tough schedule and still I think they held Auburn to sixty five yards rushing. Uh, and you know good and well physically, body for body, that they were outmatched and so and that's what I was looking for. Somebody that would understand what we're up against understand that we're not going out and getting the pick of the litter and five stars and four stars. We've got guys coming in here with a blue collar mentality. He's a great teacher. Uh, he's extremely well thought of in the profession. He is young and energetic, uh, but he translates well with the players and, and, and really comes from a great background was on the staff at Oregon uh, underneath Andy Avalos, uh, you know, in, in that defense. And then clearly he's done a great job at Pitt state and, and now at New Mexico State. So he will be the defense coordinator. We've added a group around him, uh, guys. several guys that he did work with at, at Oregon, and, and Bobby McMillan to coach linebackers, and Kwame uh, Ajemen, coach coaching safeties, and Taylor Ortiz to coach corners. Those two guys were together at, at Nevada. They were all together at Oregon. I thought Nevada's back end uh, was as technically sound as anybody we played all year. I remember talking about it that week, as we were watching tape. And then Cedric Douglas will come in and be the defensive line coach and be the run game coordinator. He comes to us from University of Buffalo. But he was actually on my staff at, at Arkansas State uh, earlier in his career as a young guy, and I thought he had a great future ahead of him, and I, I think he's going to be a great addition. Um, you never want to have uh, change if you don't have to, and I hated going through it. And and, and everybody knows how close Joe Coffin and I were, and and, and I hate having to make the changes that we made, but also am super excited about where we're headed and what we're able to bring in and just where they're able to bring to the table.
0: Coach, we appreciate it. Um, I figured you weren't at the game, so I didn't send you any official info info on officials for the game last night. I figured you were busy. Well,
1: I hate that I missed that one. I know it was a tough one for them. They'll get back on track.
0: Yeah, they will. Absolutely. Coach, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. There you go. It's Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State, right here on 97.5, the EKSL sports zone.